eating and drinking of the true body and blood of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, keep you strong and steadfast in the one true faith and to the life everlasting. Amen. How many of you have actually made New Year's resolutions already? One person. How many of you have broken them already? Two people, three people. Some other math doesn't work on this. You know, many of us use New Year's Eve or New Year's Day as a place to begin making some changes in life. And maybe you used to write them down at one time and stick them someplace and review them at a later time. Maybe you actually used to share them with people. Uh, maybe today you don't. You just kind of mentally say something to yourself or you share it with your spouse or whatever. Uh, but most of us have some plans for the coming year. Yeah, we plan to lose weight or we plan to save money or we plan to, you know, talk to our moms and dads or grandmas and grandpas or kids more often or we're we planning on having a daily quiet time or we're planning to actually read the Bible this year or we're planning on breaking some stubborn habit that we just can't seem to get over. But as we've already witnessed, uh, the discouraging side of resolution making is that they are easy to make, but they are often hard to keep. In fact, that's why so many people are afraid to make a fresh start. Now, when somebody asked me not long ago if I'm making New Year's resolutions, I said, yes, I am resolving not to make any more New Year's resolutions. I said, that's keeping consistent with my Lenten plan of not giving up anything anymore. I'm giving up, giving up things for Lent. New Year, we often mean real well, we intend to change, but somehow life kind of tackles us from behind before we get to the goal line. But I don't think anybody really wants to fail. Everybody likes to do what they plan to do. We all want to succeed. But sometimes we get this kind of opinion that it's easier not to try, knowing that we're probably going to fail anyway. I've been there many times, and I don't really have any magic answers for you. But there is a biblical perspective we need to remember at the beginning of the new year. It's a perspective that is wrapped up in one simple little word. And if you'd, re, if you'd remember not to use this particular word this year, your chances of succeeding, I would suggest, will be better. In fact, I think all of us would be a whole lot happier if you would just make a decision here and now to cut this word out of your vocabulary, and there's the word, can't. That's right, that's a simple word, can't. The one word you shouldn't say in 2013. In fact, you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't have been saying it in the last year. The one word you shouldn't say in 2013. Now, we use it all the time, don't we? I can't lose weight. I can't seem to save money. Uh, I try, but I, I, I can't find the time to read the Bible. Uh, well, if you knew what she really did to me, that's why I can't forgive her. Or, well, this is just the way I am. I, I can't change. And on and on and on it goes. In fact, I think if you, you can make a persuasive case that can't is the single most destructive word in the English language. And I, I think I gave three reasons up here. And here's why. It destroys motivation. If you, if you keep saying, I can't do this, where's your motivation? 
you keep saying, I, I can't do this, it shifts responsibility. I mean, I can't do it, and sometimes they say, because. Or I can't do it. That really, it denies reality. When you say can't, especially with reference to the problems in your life, you're giving up without a fight. You're walking off the field. You're turning in your uniform. You're resigning your commission. You're admitting defeat before you even get in the game, even before you go into battle. So tonight I'd ask you, suppose you knew you could. Suppose you knew you could. Well, you're probably saying, could what? Well, suppose you could actually get out of debt. Suppose you actually could lose 20 or 30 or whatever you want to lose. I mean, suppose you could restore a broken relationship in your family or in your neighborhood. Suppose you actually could get a new and different job. And suppose you could actually overcome uh, your sense of shyness. Or suppose you knew that this year you could actually do it. Whatever it is. I mean, what a difference that would make in the year 2013. Now, my goal tonight is, is kind of hard, and that's to try to convince you that you can. Uh, I firmly believe that this year you can do everything God intends for you to do. Now, that's very important, that everything that God intends for you to do, no matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult, no matter how impossible it may seem, if God wants you to do it in 2013, you can. Now, my text tonight is only one verse. It's from that longer reading I shared before. But what a verse. You've heard this verse. Most of you have memorized this verse. In fact, at my last church, there was a banner hanging straight out from me. I saw this thing every last week. It's Philippians 4.13. And I put up a variety of translations up there. The old King James says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you read the NIV, the New International Version, it says, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. If you read the Living Bible, it says, I can do everything God asks me with the help of Christ who gives me strength and power. And one I kind of like is the New Century Version says, nothing is beyond my power in the strength of him who makes me strong. Now, I don't care what version you use. Philippians 4.13 is a verse of unlimited possibility. Now, my problem this evening is how to convey what this verse says in a way that will actually impact the way you live or the way I live. Now, that's sadly because this verse is so well known that many of us take it for granted. Well, actually, most of us take it for granted. Well, okay, maybe we all take it for granted. For once, you know, I got to thinking about this earlier today. The person who has never come to church actually has an advantage over a person who comes all the time. If this verse is new to you, you are probably in better shape to benefit from my words than if you've known it for 50, 60, 70, 80 years. For most of you, Philippians 4.13 is an old friend, kind of like John 3.16 or, or maybe the 23rd Psalm. You know the verse, you memorize the verse, you learned it in Sunday school. Maybe you've even got it hanging on your, in your house somewhere on a plaque or a, uh, I don't know, those little stitchy things that women do. 
the downside is it, of it is that over the years, this verse has lost its power to amaze you. It's lost its power to challenge you or encourage you or to convict you. Now, here then is the question. The Bible says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So the question is, can you really do all things through Christ? Or is that just wishful thinking, just another piece of uh, hopeful religious propaganda? Or is it really true? Can you do all things in 2013? Now, I'm going to give you four answers to that question. Along with each answer, I'm going to give you a principle to think about. Taken together, I guess we could call this the I can Christianity. So I'm going to ask the question again. Can you really do all things in 2013? Well, first of all, you can if you want to. I call this the principle of personal desire. See, before you can do anything, you must want to do it. I mean, they say before the deed, there must come the, what, desire. In order to accomplish your goals in 2013, you've got to decide what, what it is you truly want to do. Now, that's a principle in life that you usually, you know, I think most of us know that that's the kind of principle that if you actually go after something, you generally at least make progress, if not get it. But that's not the end of the story. It's always the place where you begin. You can say, I'm going to do this. I don't know. How long has it been now, Nance? Over, over a month, we decided to go on a plant-based lifestyle change. No meat, no dairy products. Now, did I want to? Not initially. But, you know, it comes down to saying, no, I can do this. I can do this. I want to do this. I, I want this lifestyle. You know, and, and that's what, what I'm saying. But I'm going to tell you that if you really don't care, it probably won't happen. I mean, so many people who say they want to do things don't really want to do things. Now, I'm going to admit something. Uh, I've been a pastor for over 25 years. I've been in the ministry over 45 years. But I'm not really much of a counselor. It's not an area of my training. It's not necessarily a gift of my expertise. But like all pastors, I do end up talking to people from time to time about their problems. And although, like I said, I am not a counselor, I have learned a lot about human nature simply by casual observation. And through the years, this is what I've learned. If you've got a problem in your life, you're going to get better faster if you stop saying can't and start saying won't. Stop saying can't. Just learn to say I won't. And once you start saying won't, at least you'll put the matter in the right framework. I can't lose weight. Now, come on. Just suck it up. Be honest. You, you don't want to. Uh, we say I can't forgive. No, that really means I won't forgive. We say, I can't find time to read the Bible. Well, for most of us, that means <laughs> I won't find time. When you say won't instead of can't, you have started to tell the truth. For most of us, can't is simply a convenient excuse. And if you're looking to make an excuse, guess what? Any old dumb excuse will do. Is it possible for you to do all things this year? Yeah, but you need to want to. I can remember from you know, coaching, you got to want to. 
That's step number one, the principle of personal desire. So, can you really do all things in 2013? Here's the second one. If you can, if God wants you to. That's the principle of divine direction. And it's crucial for you to understand this second answer because it's clearly stated in our text tonight. I can do all things through Christ. Now, I want you to understand something. That verse is not a blank check. It's not as if Paul is saying, I can do anything I dream up. I can do anything I can, I can ask or imagine. You've got to go back and read it in the context because Paul is talking about the varying and sometimes difficult circumstances that you and I find ourselves living. Let me read some of these verses again. The verse is right ahead of what I read now. It said, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I have learned through the power of Jesus Christ that I can face whatever comes my way. See, if it's good, I can enjoy it. If it's not so good, I can deal with it. Why? Because I have access to the strength of God. And I put this teaching into one simple sentence. Through Jesus Christ, you can do everything God wants you to do this year. You can face everything he wants you to face. You can fight every battle he wants you to fight. You can obey every command. You can endure every trial. You can overcome every temptation through Jesus Christ. A simple phrase you could just kind of tuck in the back of your mind is this. If God is in it, you can do it. If God is in it, you can do it. I mean, that, that brings it all together. If God is in your difficulty, you can face it. If God is in your failure, you can overcome it. If God is in your dreams, your dreams are going to come true. If God is in your goals, you're going to achieve them. If God is in your prayers, he'll not only hear them, but he'll answer them. Let me ask it again. Can you really do all things in 2013? Well, here's my third response. You can if you rely on Jesus Christ. This is the principle of divine enablement. That's kind of the heart of the verse here. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now, I looked at this verse every which way you can look at. I went back and read the original Greek and everything. I, when it says, I can do all things, I had to look up the Greek word for all things. You know what all things in Greek literally means? All things. You didn't learn anything new. But what I discovered as I studied this part of the verse and playing for tonight's message, I discovered that it is a participle in the Greek. Now, that doesn't mean much to you. But when it says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, that participle literally means to pour strength into. It's like the picture, uh, picture of pouring water into a glass or coffee into a cup. It's the picture of something that is empty, that is filled by some outside source. It's the picture of a believer, you or me, Facing the problems of life, we're helpless and hopeless, which is kind of where God likes us sometimes. And in that situation, that helpless and hopeless situation, Jesus does what? He pours his strength into your life. Now, I don't mean to take any pot shots at any particular television preachers, but I'm about to. This is what makes Philippians 4.13 totally different than some nonsense people preach like, if you can dream it, you can do it. This is what makes Philippians 4.13 totally different 
from other secular approaches to life. I mean, those techniques may be very useful. They may actually help you to a certain degree. But if that's all you got, you still don't have anything that impacts your heart and your soul. I mean, you can do like some people say all the time. You can get up every day and you can look in the mirror and say, every day and every way I'm getting better and better. That's a really nice thought. But that's a far, far cry from the truth contained in Philippians 4.13. It takes more than positive thinking. You've got to have Jesus Christ on the inside. I don't care how many catchy cliches you can pronounce every day. If Jesus isn't there, <laughs> not going to do. It might, it might help a little bit, but ultimately, no. I mean, are, you know, you've got to have Jesus. Now, are we, are we who believe somehow better than other people? Are we who believe stronger than other people? Are we spared the problems of life because we are believers? Are, are we tougher than other people because we are believers? Are we, you know, does God give us a free pass so that what happens to other people doesn't happen to us? I mean, are we smarter than other people? Well, you all know the answer to that is no. Do we suffer? And no heartache and disappointment? Do we see our dreams crumble? Do we face opposition? Do we get sick and do loved ones die? Do we know tragedy and tears and death? You know the answer to that too. Yeah, we do. All that anyone else suffers, you and I as Christ followers suffer too. But, so what makes the difference here? There's only one thing. We have the power of the indwelling Christ, and that makes all the difference. When all that stuff happens, he is more than willing and able to pour all the strength into us that we need. You can do all things if this year you rely on Jesus. Not on your own strength, not on your own power, not on your own wisdom or ability, but if you say, Lord Jesus, this year I'm relying on you. So can you really do all things in 2013? Here's the last one. You can if you start today and don't look back. That's the principle of personal choice. So how many of you are sitting here tonight and still worried about 2012? You know, there's some stuff that happened in 2012. I'm sorry. Build a bridge and get over it. I don't care what you think about an election. I don't care what you think about who God elected. I don't care about no stinking fiscal cliff. I wish they'd just get rid of that stupid word. It's back there. Move on. Move on. I mean, we got another, we got another year. We got another day. I mean, are we going to live in the past and always worry about, well, I wish we did, I wish, you know, I wish, 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 wish. Oh, man, if we'd have done, if we, you know, you're, you're going to, the first couple of weeks of 2013, they're not going to be much fun. I mean, so, peop, so many people I know live and worry and fret over the past. That's why I say forget it. I mean, 2012 is over. It's done, gone, kaput, finished, whatever word you want to throw in there. The old year is over. The new day is dawning. So let me put it all together. Can you really do all things in 2013? I say, yes, you can. And I think I put the four principles up there. Uh, you can if you want to. Principle of personal desire. You can if God wants you to. That's divine direction. You can 
if you rely on Jesus Christ, that's the principle of divine enablement. You can, if you start today and look back, personal choice. Now, I want you to notice something there. The first one is personal. The next two are divine, and the last one is personal. In other words, two depend on you, two depend on God. In fact, if you think about the verse this way, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It begins with I, ends with me, and Christ is in the middle. I'm going to boil it down to four key words. I can through Christ. Now, let me explain what I'm not saying. I am not saying I can do all things. Those are the words of a boaster, a braggart. I am not saying I can do some things. Those are the words of a doubter. But I am saying I can do all things through Christ. Those are the words of a believer. I'm here to remind you on the last day of the year, you can do in 2013 everything God wants you to do. You can fulfill His will in your life. You can obey every command and endure every trial and overcome every temptation. You can do everything God wants you to do this year through Jesus Christ. There is then one word you ought not to say in 2013. Can't. Or as Tommy says, can't. Either however you want to pronounce it, it. <laughs> can't or can't. Maybe you ought to make a little piece of paper and stick it on the mirror or on your refrigerator that says, I can through Christ. Friends, if you hook up with Jesus, you can climb that mountain that might be sitting out in front of you in 2013. And when you come to the end of the year, next year, God willing, if you are here, Deo Valente, December the 31st, 2013, Maybe you'll be one of the people who said, you know, I thought I could. But right now, you probably said, I, I think I can. But remember, through Jesus, you can. Well, let's stand for our closing blessing.